Construct 2007, Designing the User Experience, a one-day conference in Brighton, England on September 7th. Unless you've been living under a rock, you probably heard a little while back about how Last FM was acquired by CBS. It was pretty big news, especially over on this side of the pond. I met up with some of the folks from Last FM right before the big news broke. I was in San Francisco for the American leg of the App Media Conference. They were in San Francisco for the Facebook F8 event. So I sat down with Matthew Ogle and Hannah Donovan and started peppering them with questions. I should point out that this was recorded at 4 a.m. in a hotel room after quite a few beers had been consumed. However, they were American beers, so any slurring of speech that you may hear is probably entirely due to the jet lag. Take it away, me. I'm in San Francisco, and I'm talking to Matthew Ogle and Hannah Donovan from Last FM, who have some interesting perspectives, I think, on design and how you design for... Uh, Interesting scenarios, I think. Matthew, first of all, could you explain the concept of myware? Myware. Basically, myware, of course, is a play on words on spyware. Uh, the idea with myware is uh, rather than it being malicious, you're spying on yourself to uh, learn more about yourself and to make activities you already do, uh, in our case, listening to music, uh, more valuable and more social. Um, so the idea with Myware is you download an application and it keeps track of something you do uh, on your computer. The cool kids are calling it attention data these days. Um, and with Last FM, we keep track of tracks you listen to and then use that information to recommend new music to you, uh, let your friends know what you're listening to, and you can see what they're up to, uh, and that sort of thing. Okay, so that's how, y how you gather the data. And then how do, you, how do you work with that data? Well, let's ask Hannah. How do you... How do you how do you display that or how do you design for that? Well, that's an interesting question and it's something that we've been battling with I think for a long time at Last FM, but we're getting closer to a solution. And my personal perspective on it is that with this kind of attention data, you need to account for the immediate past, the sort of like distant past and then the long time past which is usually accounted for or I think it would be accounted for in our case with sort of like what's happening now what just happened in the last couple hours or in the last days and then what happened sort of like maybe rolling monthly and then maybe rolling year annually this is a difficult thing to get across because most of the time people are either concerned with sort of what happens in the immediate past or what's happening in the present or what's happening in the distant past, but it's really hard to get all of these lined up. It's hard to get every single bit of this detention data and do something interesting with it, which is what Last.fm is currently trying to accomplish. How do you do interesting stuff with this data? I mean, what are, what are the options available to you in terms of displaying the data or doing interesting stuff with that data? Uh, if, uh, what are you doing now? What do you plan to do? Well, the most interesting thing to do with the data is obviously the real-time stuff. That's sort of where it's at at the moment. And getting that onto other platforms or onto widgets or that type of thing is what people seem to be most interested in. But it it's apparent that there's also quite a demand for being able to track this data during different periods. And we recently just released something to be able to see our charts like for the last three months, or the last six months, or the last year, which is was kind of a hit actually. And it's it's quite cool to see the difference. And I think that 
now you can see more of the intervals between the time between the present and the distant past is is starting to become really cool and we'll do more with this what fascinates me with sites like last fm flickr any of these things is how when i visit last fm what i see is not the same as what somebody else sees when they visit the same site editorial control is essentially handed over to what I'm interested in seeing in the sense of, uh, in Flickr it's like the photographs from my friends and my photographs in Last FM it's the music that I'm interested in and the music my friends are listening to is that scary handing over that kind of editorial control to the users it is definitely scary but it's always something that's that we've done very well by and it's it's very it's very musical music um you know music is tribal music is always you know you have some friend who recommends you something and then you listen to a song and it becomes your own um and and music's a really a really personal thing and i i think that's one of the reasons that we've been able to do so well with last fm is that's that's how we feel about music and that's how our users feel about it and they're very passionate about it and we've tried to keep it very personal and tried to make it you know whether it's real time or the last 12 months or the last you know two years we've tried to keep it relevant to you know what are you passionate about right now what are your friends doing what uh do you share in common with your friends and also what makes you unique among your friends um people are, are fiercely proud of their music taste and that's something we've really tried to try to uh, explore and also to to allow you to showcase with last fm yeah music is this really emotional thing that people get very very attached to and feel very strongly about and one of the things that last FM introduced within the last 12 months is events the ability to talk about bands being in places now i absolutely love 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 the way that events are displayed the design, the visual design of events. Uh, and Hannah, tell, talk to me about that. Okay, so it all started one day when Julian and I were working on the design for events. And we were like, no, this page isn't working. This is shit. It's too sterile. It doesn't have any of the... It doesn't have any of the grit. It doesn't have any rock and roll. It doesn't have that feel of like when you're walking down some street in London and you see all these posters on the wall and they're all overlapping and you can kind of see one but you can't see the other and you're like, oh wow, my favorite band is playing and you, there's there's none of that feeling to it. And I was like, this design is a failure. So we thought about it for a bit and then I was like, we really need a poster. But how are we going to do this? Because like images are just the biggest pain in the ass on last fm and we have no really good way of you being able to like upload them or add them or anything that's just shit so i was like you know julian it would be really cool if we could do something that like sort of embodied that like cut and paste style of those like 1970s posters and um and like the punk movement those kind of posters and he was like okay i see what you mean sort of like maybe we can use some type and i was like yeah exactly we can you know stick it on top of like a collage of these band images and we'll toss it on like a black background and we'll use some like negative letter spacing and white sans serif type on top and it'll be great and so we whipped up a couple of things and at first they were like a bit too loud and didn't weren't properly you know didn't really work across genres but then eventually they did and i think they're really cool so what i really want to do now is find a way for artists to export these or take the code and put it on their myspace or something because nowadays you don't really promote a gig 
on paper, well, you can, but it's probably much more to your advantage to promote it online. So you really only need a 72 DPI poster anyway, so we should just make these available for you so that you can email them or put them on your MySpace or share them on Facebook or whatever. So I think that's the next step. But they're fun. I really like those. <laughs> I I really like them as well. I was extremely impressed when I first came across them and realized that it wasn't images and it was text, <laughs> like really tightly kerned letters on this black background it was is awesome so listening to the accents from both of you one would think that last fm is clearly a company based somewhere in north america is that the case it's a terrible misconception um sheerly by luck of the draw uh hannah and i are both canadians originally uh who ended up in london um but last fm is sort of this motley crew with this sort of pan European and and now increasingly North American company. Um, uh, the founders are are a Brit, a German, and an Austrian, and uh, we have a, a whole variety of people working for us now. There's a very large Swedish contingent, which to our dismay has overtaken the Canadians lately. It's mostly an ice hockey rivalry, um, but we also have uh, lots of Germans, Austrians. Uh, we have a Swiss Italian, um, some Spaniards. Um, uh, a few Americans have even joined us now, heaven forbid. And uh, yeah, so basically, it's it's really neat working in London on a web app like this. It's really allowed us to be international and sort of cross-denominational, both musically and linguistically. Uh, we now have the site online in twelve different languages, which um, is something we've worked really hard on lately and are quite proud of. And is it fourteen? No, it's twelve. Foreshadowing there, dramatic. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's something that it, it's really neat being based in London because it's it's really allowed us to do that. Um, what we have is we have um, country managers who uh, frequently are students or interns who are studying in London and are native speakers of various languages and fans of Last FM, and they're the ones who help us with forums and support and that sort of thing. So it's really an amazing city to be based in, as we have people on the ground who are, you know, uh, from all these places and can really bring their experience to bear on Last FM. So. Uh, we're quite proud of our sort of uh, ragtag band of uh, of people that we have going on. So you guys are really the exception. It's it's cool hip startup that's from London rather than the Valley, you know, somewhere in San Francisco. Why is that? I mean, why aren't there? Uh, why is it when someone someone talks about uh, oh, there's some cool company like Last FM, everyone assumes they must be out of San Francisco? No, the reason is is because. Every music movement, every music revolution, well, a lot of the very important ones anyway, have come out of London. And when Martin Stixel and Felix Miller were originally talking about moving the company to somewhere perhaps a little bit less expensive, um, they decided, no, we have to stay in London because this is where this is where music comes from. This is where things happen. This is the city of of gigs this is the city of like all sorts of great stuff has come out of here you know the punk and the british invasion and grime and everything else i mean there's there's a lot there historical cultural reasons why last fm is a london company because last fm is it's a music movement it's a music revolution it's just as much like the british invasion it's that it's just in a different medium but it's out of london for that reason Wonderful. Okay, so September, deconstruct, coming to Brighton. <laughs> you guys gonna come down? You gonna check it out? I've I've been looking for an excuse to go to Brighton for two and a half years and this is the best one I've ever heard. 
Do they have a beach there? It's a very, well, it depends how you define beach. If you don't mind very large stones <laughs> rather than sand, then yeah, sure, we've got a beach. You want to come down? Okay, yeah, I should go to Brighton. Wonderful, excellent. Thank you very much.